Welcome to Inspired Artist Podcast with me, Porter Singer. I am speaking with Lindsay Mueller today, who creates positive songs for kids and adults, I love that, that uplift, heal, and inspire. She's originally from a small town in Ontario, Canada, but she now lives on the tropical island of Floriano. Florianopolis, I'm gonna hope I pronounce that right, in Brazil with her husband and two sons. Uh, Lindsay started writing songs in 2016 when her boys were two and four years old and she was inspired to create positive, empowering music that would help her sons develop self-love, confidence, kindness, gratitude, and respect for Mother Earth. Lindsay didn't think of herself as a songwriter or musician when she started out. Her first album, You Are Amazing, began as a fun side project. During the recording process, she discovered that writing positive, meaningful songs for children was her passion and calling. So I met Lindsay through Instagram and um, I started to listen to some of her songs and they were so cool. I was really, uh, I was really impressed and I was so excited that she reached out to me. Um, I encourage all of you to go listen. They're definitely uh, positive, uplifting chants songs for, you know, for kids and adults, which uh, I love because I think we need to hear positive messages too as we grow older, right? So, all right, well, let's get into this. Here we go. Hello. <laughs> so, you live on not just in brazil but on an island yes it's wonderful so as that cool. sounds <laughs> so yeah cool. yes yeah i have been living here for eight years and uh i can thank my husband for that because i met him here when i was traveling here in 2008 and uh we we lived in canada for a while but then we decided to move back to his hometown so um, we've been we've been here since uh eight years ago and uh oh. it's so wonderful yeah. oh neat okay yeah. cool yeah so do you like go back and forth a lot or are you mostly kind of mostly in out? brazil nice okay yeah. yeah yeah that must be nice for your kids they're bilingual they are yeah that's cool yeah it's really nice um it, it took a couple of years, you know, but I think it takes anyone a couple of years to learn a language. And, uh, and now they're just super fluent, more, more so than I am. It's easier yeah. for kids to pick up languages. So I'm really proud of them. And I think it's really good for kids to learn another language because it just kind of develops different, like, neurons in your brain or something like that that you wouldn't have otherwise. And I think it helps you to have an open and more of an open mind about things, you know, like there's not just one way to say something or do something, you know, there's lots of different ways. So I love that. For yeah. Them. Yeah. I totally agree. I, I grew up bilingual. So I, okay. I yeah. What's your other language? French. Yeah. Nice. Are you in Canada? No, I, I have, um, well, I don't have any sort of dual nationality, but I, I grew up in France and my parents are American. So English was mm. the language we spoke at home and French was the one that I spoke in school. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. It does really change the way that you think about the world. I really um, appreciate that. And it's, 
it's also kind of a little like easier to conceive of yourself as like different, not personality, but like all the different aspects of yourself, because there's like, there's like a person that I am when I speak French that can't really be when I speak English and vice yeah. versa. Not that I'm yeah, a I get that. person, but it's like there's different parts of you that you can express, just like you can express different parts of yourself when you sing, when you dance, when you write, you know. So, yes. Yeah. yeah, I totally relate to that. Yeah. So you didn't you it I was really interested to hear in your bio that you didn't like think of yourself as a songwriter. Did you think of yourself as a singer? Not like in a professional sense. I've oh. always been a musical person and I grew up taking piano lessons, guitar lessons, singing in choirs, like every musical thing. But I thought like singers and musicians were like ultra good. Like you had to be like virtuoso in, in your instrument or, or singing. And I just didn't think that I was at that level. And so I never even dared to call myself I'm a musician or I'm a singer or, you know, it's so funny for me to think back on that now because I've just completely changed how I see myself in that aspect. Um, but yeah, I, I, I had a low uh, self-confidence in my area for sure. What changed that, do you think? What changed that was starting my self-love journey. Um, shortly after my first son was born, I started that journey and uh, I started using positive affirmations and, and just like being aware of my thought processes um, or just the thoughts that were going on in my head. I would, I would notice that like every time I looked in the mirror or saw a picture of myself, my first thought was like, you're ugly or ew or something like that. And I mean, we see ourselves in the mirror like frequently. So like imagine you're telling yourself like you're ugly like 20 times a day or something. And that like really weighs you down, you know, but I didn't think that I could change that. I just thought like that's what happens and that's it. But when I started learning about positive affirmations, I would like catch the thought and then I'd be like, no, no. And then I would replace it with, no, I am beautiful inside and out. And then I would just like keep repeating that to myself over and over and over. And eventually like the, the negative thought just like didn't come anymore. And like, I just completely changed. And then that happened with other areas. Like um, I'm not good enough to be a musician. I'm not a good singer. I'm not a good songwriter. Um, and I just changed like everything that I didn't like that. I didn't, wasn't happy with the thoughts that I was having. I just would find an affirmation and just replace it, replace the negative thought every time it came up. And then, yeah. So that's what happened with um, me considering myself to be a musician I was just like, I am, I am a musician. I am a songwriter. I am good enough. You know, I have a nice voice. Like even like, Recent, up until recently, like I struggled with believing I have a good voice. I have a nice voice because I was always focused on the imperfections of it. And I still like, I still um, can be critical of myself. Like when I make a mistake, like, oh, why can't I be perfect? Why can't my voice be flawless? Like so-and-so's, you know, where well, they probably don't think that their voice is flawless, you know? Um, so I just, 
had to put those those thoughts aside and just be like, no, I am, I am, I am good enough. And when you start to believe it yourself, like other people start to believe it too. Like, or maybe some people already did, but I get so many compliments now on my voice. Like, I love your voice. You have a great voice. And so, um, but I had to come to terms with that myself. Um, and then, but other people's compliments do help, but it does have to come from within. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Well, and when you don't believe something, you almost won't believe the comment compliment anyway. So. Exactly. Yeah. Or you're just making it up or you're just saying that to make me feel good. Yeah. That's what I would always think. <laughs> yeah. It's so, it's so powerful to, to change the way that we think about things and to just to notice what we're focused on you know what you were talking about I so relate to just seeing the you know the negative parts of your voice or um that you know or 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 just the the like looking at yourself in the mirror thing too I really relate to that one of the first um one of the first things that I ever wrote was in like the in like this sort of because I've written other kinds of songs too, but um, and this sort of thing was uh, the the line in it was "I am beautiful." So it's a mm. song that I did with my friend Sadarshan, and it, I remember it being so hard to say at first. It was like so hard to say, and then it was like mm. so easy to say. And then I remember we would sing it for people, and. I felt that for them, it was hard to say. And I was like, you know, don't worry. Like this, it was hard for me to say it, if it gets easier to say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I have also seen affirmations written. Like if it's hard for you to say that, you can say, I'm willing to see myself as mm. beautiful or mm. something like that. And yeah. I, I didn't try that because I just went right for the, <laughs> I am beautiful inside and out. And that worked for me, but you know, if it's, if it's hard, then maybe that's something that people can try to. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. Because you have to start where you are with something. It's really hard to go from like, you know, not, I don't know, having like really poor eyesight and then being like, I have perfect vision. Like, okay, maybe, maybe you can start with like, I see a lot of things really clearly or like, you know, just sort of make it a little softer. Cause I feel like people do, do try to go a little like 180 with, with it sometimes. And that can actually be, um, a little, uh, deflating because it feels like so much of a stretch. So yeah, I totally get that. Yeah, for sure. And I definitely didn't believe it at the beginning when I was saying them, I was like, this is so stupid. I'm, I don't believe that. But like, it's just like uh, we receive so many messages, like audible and non-audible, um, saying things to us. And we hear them like hundreds and thousands of times. So if we say something to ourselves hundreds of thousands of times, like we will eventually start to believe that too. Mm. You know, it's just kind of like it has a lot to do with repetition. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So how you you wrote that you'd been doing this for a few years now. Were you writing songs before that that you just weren't like sharing or is this not really? Um, I'm I used to be a Christian and I wrote a couple of songs kind of um, in the Christian vibe. And but I never 
like recorded them or anything like that. And then I just kind of, I just stopped. Um, and uh, I even had a friend who, who loved writing songs with me and she'd be like, oh, let's write a song. I'd be like, ah, oh, it's so hard. Oh, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like, want to write a song? Okay, let's go. I'll have it done in five minutes. <laughs> but um, yeah, so uh, then I kind of started up again when I was, I decided to do this project of like recording just songs that I like to sing with my kids or songs that I loved as a child. And then just kind of in the process of that, I wrote two songs and I decided to record them and put them on the album. And, uh, and then, yeah, the, the one song you are amazing just became like my whole like mission as a person and as a songwriter and part of it. But I decided to call the album, you are amazing. And yeah, it just, it was a, a very personal message. And, um, and that's what kind of made me, realize like there's so much power in music and if we can share a message through a song like it's so it's just so easy and it's effective like with kids with adults like it's just it makes a message I think go uh to your heart more quickly but also it helps you to remember it and you know if it gets stuck in your head then you have these positive words going around in your head and that's a great thing to fill your mind with positive words. So. Yeah. 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 I was reflecting on like, cause I, I decided to teach a, a songwriting workshop this month. So I have like, um, I'm doing it till the end of the month and I'd never taught songwriting before. So I was trying to think of like ways to explain how, what people were going to get out of this. And one of the things that I thought about was what you, what you just said about how, like, you put it's like why well, I, I likened it to sort of like thoughts becoming things but you add that emotional component to it it's like you're you're adding like your own emotion to it so there's all these different things that are going on you know it's like it's not just saying the thing but it's like you've turned it into a, an emotional sculpture or like a you know like a uh yeah I, I don't know i'm not super I'm, I'm not finding the words right now but the the emotional component of the because because you and i could write two totally different songs with the exact same lyrics right absolutely and it would it would have like our stamp on it it would, it would mm -hmm. like not just because of the voice that was singing it but because of what the intention behind it right yes yeah. for sure for sure. I even heard recently that um, with positive affirmations, for example, the most powerful way to use them is to sing them because yeah. you're like, if you just say it, like, I'm amazing. Like, okay, well, you can say that, but like, did you put any emotion behind it? And then you could say it. I am amazing. Like you, you do have to put that emotion, but when you're singing it, like singing, allows you to put your soul into it you know and uh and when I heard that I was like huh I was onto something there <laughs> but yeah it's uh it's really true like and I, I can feel it even like because in the song you are amazing the first kind of chunk of it is me singing to my boys and saying like you are amazing I believe in you and then I sing the whole thing again but then I make the affirmations into I am I am amazing and every time I start to sing the I am amazing 
I just like everything changes. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, yes. And then you you just like really put your heart into it. And then you, you really do feel so good and you feel better. It's it's nice. Yeah. Well, and, and you what you brought up is is really cool too, because when you notice good things about other people, it's easier for you to believe them about yourself and vice versa. I think it always starts with yourself, but like get, you know, noticing actually like positive things about people can make mm-hmm. you feel so much better about everything <laughs> because totally. when you're choosing what you're seeing, you're choosing what yeah. you're going to focus on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. That's really cool. So do you have anything in the works right now? Or are you doing any more recordings? Always. Yeah. Always. <laughs> um, I'm actually about to release a song. Uh, on Friday called uh-huh. We Just Met and uh, I have another song coming out in February and I hope to have um, another song coming out in the month or two after that about the planet, um, taking care of the planet. Uh, I'm hoping to release that before Earth Day. Well, I, I will. I am going to release it before Earth Day. And uh, yeah, my goal this year is just to record and release as many songs as I possibly can because you know, when I'm always kind of asking the universe for guidance, like, what should I focus on? Like, what marketing strategy should I implement? And so on. And just like, it's always the same answer. It's just like, record your songs. Mm. That's why you're here. Like, yes, you have to market them and share them. But like, sometimes the universe can just take care of that for you. You know, you have to put them out there and then just like, it's like, it's a gift. It's like, here, this is my gift. And then universe you can distribute it however you want to and I'll, I'll do my best to to do things too but yeah that's that's the answer that I always get so I'm I'm trying to focus on that even though it's difficult and impractical to do that sometimes because you don't often see any money in return for the work um, straight away but when you just feel so motivated and um, inspired to to create there's nothing that can stop you so that's that's what i'm working on this year the the song that you first mentioned we just met is that what you mm-hmm. yeah that will be out by the time this comes out so yeah um you guys can go go check that out um yeah i was i was on um an abraham hicks call no i it wasn't a live call it was like a recording i've started listening to them a little bit more um again and uh-huh. I remember someone asking about this crystal. I didn't totally get it, actually. I think it was like a bar that she had crystals in, or it was just like literally a bar for crystals. I don't know. But anyway, she was talking about vibrational me- um, marketing, vibrational marketing. And so, mm-hmm. um, they, it, yeah, it reminded me of what you had just said. Yeah. Yeah, it's that like build it and they will come. Absolutely. Yeah. Not to say that you shouldn't market and you shouldn't do anything, (laughs) but like, just for example, like this year, I, all of a sudden, like two of my songs, just people started making reels with them and on Instagram. And then a bunch of people did. And then it just started growing and growing and growing. And I didn't do anything. I didn't make an ad. I didn't I didn't do anything. It just happened on its own. I made the song, you know? So like, 
yes, it does. I, and I, I do, um, I do Instagram. I, I do my best, but I didn't do anything like paid. Um, and it just showed me that like, you know, sometimes things can just happen, you know? And, uh, I'm grateful for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what is your recording process? Do you record yourself? Do you have a studio down there? What's your magic? It's very, it's very roots, but it works really well for me. My first album, I, I recorded with someone. Um, but uh, after that, I started doing it myself. And I do it uh, mostly just in my house. I have a little um, Apogee One microphone that um, is also like an interface and you can plug in the instruments. I use GarageBand. Um, yeah, and I just record. I, I normally will, you know, set the tempo, pick a, a beat. And uh, if, I, if, I, if I'm thinking ahead, sometimes I'll forget to do that and I'll start with an instrument. And then later I'm like, oh, should have started with the beat. But <laughs> I'm learning. So beat and then the instruments and then the vocals. And um, I pray that I find a quiet moment in my house. <laughs> <laughs> where there's no like kids or dogs or airplanes or motorcycles or whatever um and uh yeah I just do everything here in my room in my house and I have a lot of really wonderful beautiful instruments because my husband is obsessed with um buying vintage instruments so I have, I'm very blessed that way and he also knew how to record so he taught me everything so um oh, that's now cool. now I know how to record I know how to edit I know how to mix um, and then, then I master things through Lander online. I've never done like a, well, no, that's not true. I did a professional mastering on my first album, but, um, yeah, I just well, mastered really Lander well. and yeah. Lander works really well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I have a good ear and I don't know. I can't tell the difference. There probably is, but for me, it's like, okay, people, if the song is good, like people aren't going to care if there's whatever, if there's like a little bit of noise or if it's, yeah. I don't even know. but people connect more with the, the intention behind the song, I feel than the quality of it. So although yeah. it's good to have good quality, you know, yeah. if that's important to you, then, then for sure, <laughs> you know, do it. But that's, that's my process. Yeah, I I totally feel that. It's funny. I I had like so much equipment at one point um for recording and I ended up selling it for reasons I won't explain here, but I I ended up with just my microphones and then I I just bought like a little cheap interface and I'm also using GarageBand and I'm I'm kind of impressed how little I actually need to do what what I need to do. I don't mix though. So that I'm kind of, I'm impressed to hear that you mix with GarageBand. That's. I mean, I, I basically just fiddle with things until it sounds good. You know, I adjust the volumes, put on some effects on some yeah. things and that's yeah. it. I'm it's, it's pretty minimal. <laughs> yeah. That's nice though. I, I agree. My, actually I'm working with, with the producer right now um, on one project. I kind of do multiple things simultaneously but um he's he he actually just told me and he has like all the gear right but he's like yeah i'm kind of like not really into the idea that it's the gear anymore i think like 
it's the performance. <laughs> it's like, I like that. Yeah. That realization came to him after having to record in caves where it was not like an ideal environment, but the feeling of it was so epic. Mm, uh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think that's really cool. And you get a lot created, which it doesn't stop you from creating. I think that's really important too. I think that too many people wait to do it perfectly. And then you lose that momentum of like getting your songs out. I mean, you want to keep creating stuff. You don't want to like sit on something for 10 years. You know, most, I, I, I'm assuming. For sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. I, I even feel like you, it's not that you have to just do one version of the song. Like that's true. Too. Make, make a, a simple acoustic version, put it out there. And then later on you can make a different version and another different version, you know, like there's no, there's no rules. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a beautiful world we live in now in that aspect because we have the freedom to record whatever we want and put whatever we want out there hmm. like um you don't need to be signed by anybody you don't need to um book a recording studio like it's just so easy and accessible I mean yeah you need to know kind of how to do it but you can learn and get the stuff and away you go so I love that I'm, I'm so grateful yeah did you ever listen to Jewel oh yeah it I think about her first album because when I got it, it did not occur to me that most of the songs on that were just like vocal, guitar, acoustic, live. Hmm. And then she redid just a few of the songs to make them ready, radio ready. But like mm -hmm. that album sold so many copies and it was so cheaply produced. <laughs> was it Pieces of You? Mm hmm. That's the only one that I know. So yeah, like the first. Yeah, that was huge. That was huge when I was a teen or however old I was. Yeah, but then like every you know because you hear the clapping at the end of every song, <laughs> and I, it didn't occur to me as a kid that that's what they had done and for what reasons. It was just mm. like this is pretty. Like I you know I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I think like perfection, it's overrated. Like. I don't know. I, I, I sometimes like hearing imperfections in people's voice because I'm like, see, they're human. They make mistakes. I can make mistakes too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just, it well, just makes it more human. Yeah. 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 It's, 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 we, we were watching the um, Carol Burnett show. We've been watching the Carol Burnett show. Um, and it's so interesting to see how like real people were allowed to look on TV mm. in the 60s. Mm. Like there was some belly dancer on it and she like, she had like a real looking figure and it was, you know, and like you see people's faces and they're not like kind of airbrushed looking. And um, I kind of, I'm not gonna say I miss that because I, I don't think that I was, watching tv in an era where that was maybe in the 80s i don't know but you look at other 
countries like England or whatever in their TV shows, like their people look so real, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's, I wonder about why, why American media has gone that route. And now everybody kind of when they're posting photos or whatever wants to, to like keep in line with that trend. But yeah, I think that there's, something to be said for that like refreshing quality of actually seeing what someone's face looks like actually seeing hearing what someone's voice sounds like you yeah. know yeah absolutely absolutely so yeah it's comforting to be real or to, to be authentic to to present yeah yeah, I would like yeah. to see more of that. Hopefully <laughs> there's like that. Isn't there like an Instagram hashtag that's quite popular? It's like no filter. Yep. <laughs> I yep. Like I don't I don't tend to use filters, so so it's like Yeah, me neither. <laughs> or like no makeup. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, but it's I uh, it's a topic that just close to my heart as, as a recovering uh, person who thought they were ugly. Um, uh, I, I would love to see people embrace just who they are and what they look like. And I just think that we've been bombarded with, with messages in the media that you have to be perfect. You have to look like this. And if you don't, you're weird, Yeah, you know? Um, we, you know, we grew up with magazine covers of perfect and gorgeous women with perfect bodies that probably weren't 100% real. Mm. And that's what we grew up learning was the right way to be. And it's just not. Yeah. And it's really, really hard for people to, to just love and accept themselves for how they are, you know? And I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure, I, I, I do think that there are advantages to, like, being uh, what, the society, what society views as beautiful. But when you really think about it, like, you think about your family members, you think about your friends, like, you really don't care what they look like. Hmm. You really don't, you know, or like, you see videos of, of people who are like what people could consider ugly. And then they, they give a talk and you're just like, Oh my God, that I don't really don't care what they look like. They're just such a beautiful person and a beautiful soul. Like I really, that's not celebrated. It's only the physical that's celebrated in society. You know, I think it's, it is changing now. It's, it's slowly changing, but um, yeah, it's a, it's a big thing. that's that's like such a big motivator for me to create songs that talk about love loving yourself and accepting yourself because if we can teach kids that from a young age then maybe they won't have to go through the process that I did or that some people do of trying to rewire your brain to get rid of the negative and yeah not that you can't be negative ever or something that's not what I'm saying but um you know believing negatively about yourself yeah 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 it, it 
I, th I find interesting too, like the the idea that somebody does even look perfect by some standard that was invented by someone that we just all kind of agreed to. But you know, if you go back 10, 20, 30, 100 years, that standard would be completely different. You know, who gets to yes. that standard? Yes. Um, like which is why if everybody just sort of declared that they were beautiful and that and like truly believed it there i don't know that there there could be no standard <laughs> you know exactly but then no one would sell their beauty products and no one right. would make money so can't have that um but yeah, i think i read a book and uh they were saying how like hundreds of years ago like it was fashionable to have like black teeth because that meant you were rich enough to Black eat lots tea. of sugar. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And I was like, huh, wow. Because I think I was like going through like a phase where like I was self-conscious about like, oh, my teeth are like getting yellow and stuff. And, <laughs> and then I read that and I was like, huh, like, why do I think I need to have perfectly white teeth? Why? Because that's what you see. You always yeah. see people on the magazines with white teeth. Always. So you yeah. think you have to recently but like on the carol burnett show <laughs> yeah their we teeth were burnett. very yellow actually <laughs> we need more of her oh my god more <laughs> on the show i'm just using one example because i'm i'm looking at it and going this is so interesting how things have changed um or like our our views of what's what's um i don't know uh, media ready, you know, have, have changed. Mm. Yeah. That's funny. I didn't know that thing about black teeth. Yeah. Don't quote me on it. It was like, it was like a fictional book, but I feel like it was historical fiction. No, so. that makes, well, I'm, yeah, I mean, whatever. <laughs> Even if it were, it would be an interesting idea. Um, yeah. Like I've heard of, you know, people being overweight was considered a, you know, like a prosperous thing, which makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, what um, what else should I should I ask you about Lindsay? Since I've I've uh, I'm just starting to get to know you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, I talked about my my projects that are upcoming. Um, I mean, people often like to hear about life in Brazil, so I can always oh, talk about that. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Okay. Well, it's a wonderful place that I live. It's so much different than um, Canada. Uh, in, in the nature sense, mm -hmm. I, I would say culturally it's not as different as, um, as some places could be. Um, people are always saying to me, oh, it must be so hard to learn Portuguese. And yeah, it, it was, but I'm just grateful that we have the same alphabet, at least like <laughs> people having to learn Japanese or Mandarin or something. I'm just like, wow, like, hats off to you because it's, it's tricky, you know? So, um, yeah, I, I'm surrounded by so much beautiful nature here. As it's an island, there's like a ton of beautiful beaches and I live right next to one and next to a forest and it's just, it feels magical. But the people, of course, it's always about the people. I love the people 
here. Um, so many great friends that I've made and there's so much musical talent. And I mean, music is such a big part of the culture here. Um, and the styles of music that have come out of Brazil are just incredible. Like samba, bossa nova are two of my favorites, but there's so many different kinds. And uh, it's, it's so different. Like, I feel like in my culture in Canada, it's like a lot of like, oh, G, D, A, like a lot of like standard chords, you know? And that's cool. That's what I use. But like Brazilians are like, I'm going to have 50 different chords in this song and they're all going to be chords you don't know. And it's just <laughs> like, it just, it makes it so different and so rich and so beautiful. I just love it. And then like so many people know how to play these bossa nova songs. And I'm sort of like, oh my God, it's, it's such a treat to, to be around people who can play um, that kind of music. And, and yeah, as you know, a musician in the community, I have lots of musician friends and my husband, that's, you know, largely thanks to my husband because he grew up here and he had a big network of people. Um, but uh, we have a lot of musical friends and we have so many wonderful times together and performing together. And yeah, it's uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful part of life. So I love that. So the nature, the people. Um, yeah. Is there, um, is there much of an expat community there or are you? Yeah. Yes. Yes. There's tons of expats here. I mean, it's a very popular destination. Uh, it's kind of a tourist destination. So when expats are looking for another place to go, they often stumble upon uh, my island, Florinopolis, because it's so beautiful. It's very safe. Um, it's kind of known as one of the nicer places to live in Brazil. So a lot of people end up here. It's good, but it's also hard because people come and go a lot. Mm. And uh, so I'll make great friends with somebody and then in a few months they oh I'm going back to my country or I'm moving on and it's like oh no I love you don't leave me <laughs> but you just have to you just have to learn to um anticipate that <laughs> and be okay with it so yeah. yeah but there is a there is a big community and uh it's it's so easy to connect now with Facebook groups and, and things like that. Um, I've met so many people <laughs> that way, and uh, yeah, it's it's really nice. I have a lot of a lot of um, friends from other countries as well as Brazilian friends. How do you get to the island? Is it like is there a bridge that you? There's drive? a bridge. Why? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So it's not super remote. No. No. Okay. No, no. Yeah. Gotcha. And it's the the capital of our state. So it's um, happening place. That's really cool. Yeah. Oh, and the other great thing about it is that um, it doesn't feel like a city at all. Like there is like a central city part, but the rest of it is like, just like a bunch of kind of rural neighborhoods. Like, huh. like there's like cows and horses and goats like everywhere. And um, as an animal lover, I love that. <laughs> um, like it's like it's wild. really crazy. Not in the wild, no. Like no, like like, like farming like farms. Yeah. So um, I really like that because I'm not a city person, and uh, I, I get to live in a city without feeling like that. 
So that's cool. Is that kind of what you're you're used to from living in Canada or or were you more city there? No. I grew up on a farm. So small farm. But uh yeah, I'm I'm a country girl. Gotcha. Cool. <laughs> yeah. We had such a cool farm when we lived in Phoenix that we would go to every Saturday. Um, I love, yeah, I love farms. Yeah. Um, there's far, yeah, there's farms here too. We haven't explored as many though. I live in. Where are you again? Yeah, I live near Seattle. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, also lots of nature, but very, yeah, very different from what you're describing. <laughs> mm, yeah. I bet. Well, cool. It was so nice getting to chat with you. I'm so glad that you agreed to do this. And um, yes, do you want to share with people? And I will link it in the show notes where they can get in touch with you and find out more information about you, follow you. Yes. If you go to my website, lindsaymuller.com, all of my links to Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all the links are there right at the top. So you can check those out and spotify all the music streaming places i have lots of songs there and uh, i hope that they bless all who hear yeah go check out her song you are amazing i added it to my i am the i can't what did, what did i call that playlist i am positive affirmations playlist right which yes is, and thank you for that <laughs> which exists part of my marketing strategy <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was really good um yeah. So yeah go go check that out and um thanks everyone for joining us and we'll see you in the next episode all right bye. thanks for tuning into the podcast y'all please like subscribe rate comment whatever the platform you listen to podcasts on offers you as a way to let its algorithm know that you're enjoying these episodes that really helps also there's some links in the podcast description notes that allow you to support the podcast in a way that benefits you and us. So please check those out. And if you'd like to stay in touch with me, you can sign up for my mailing list at portersinger.com. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye.